what is the one and only one lead gen lever that you're, let's call it your superpower, that you're willing to commit to consistently over time? What's up, guys? DJ Corals, Bob Sophia, and you know, we've seen agents become successful in many different ways, but there's never been a more important time to focus on just one, one lever, one source. Whether that's picking up the phone and calling for sell by owners or expires. Uh, attending networking events, hosting client parties. Whether it's holding open houses for your listing or someone else's listings. Or knocking on doors. That's a good one. There's never been a more important time. I mean, the one thing that's gonna get you through the challenges in this market today is becoming an expert at one thing. That's what we're gonna be talking about in this video. So it's like, the analogy that I think about really is if, sports, right? If Steph Curry changed his jump shot every time he shot his jump shot, or if a golfer changed his swing every time, my golf buddy even told me that when I was first learning how to play golf, he said, he said, man, you don't know what a good swing feels like. He said, because you, you change your swing every single time. He said, if you, keep, if you keep trying to change your swing every single time and you're not given what's working enough time to actually work, you'll never have a good swing. You know, I have a little, I, have a, I, I thought you were gonna talk about an analogy that I told you before, because it's really close to that. Because I grew up, where I grew up, there was a golf tournament every year, the Buick Open in mm -hmm. Grand Blanc, Michigan. And years I worked out there, but every year I was out there for probably 10, 10 years, like watching professional golfers play. One of the things I noticed about them is that they never blame themselves for a bad shot. Mm. So, you know, we talk about pointing thumbs, not fingers. Mm -hmm. But it goes along with what you said because they're always trying to blame somebody for talking or for, you know, if you watch them, when they make a bad shot, they look at their club or they look at their, they look <laughs> at the ground or they look at the, they, they always look at something besides themselves, yeah. right? And I think that goes along with what you're saying. Like, when, you, when you're a professional, when you're a professional and you were getting paid for your golf swing, you gotta protect that, right? You gotta protect you it. Gotta a professional protect knows it. what their most important, like we heard it recently, what's your superpower? What is your superpower? What is your superpower? And in times like we're speaking in the real estate industry specifically, in times like this, I don't know if it's, since I've been in the game, it's never been a more important time to actually know your superpower. Right. What I mean by that is like, what is your main area of focus? Yeah. Where are you focused on? Are you focused on? Because uh, everything goes into marketing, right? But are you? What do you get your main? What do you? What's your main source of lead generation? What's your main source of business? Is it your network? Because if it's your network, now it's the time to double down on your network. If right. you're somebody that picks up the phone, now's the time to double down on picking up the phone and calling for sale by owners and expires. If you're somebody that door knocks, now's that it's cold outside in Kentucky right now, but now's the time to double down on your door knocking. It's being really, really crystal clear on what your superpower is at this moment. Because with less deals, with less deals to be had, less transactions to be had, that means you got to put in more work mm. to get the same amount as what you had before. Mm -hmm. Like it takes more work, not less work. And I think that, I mean, we've talked about it. I, mean, I was freaked out for a minute, right? Yeah. Then this light bulb went off. It was like this, this big weight came off my shoulders 
because we started looking at week over week what was happening with the market. Now we're seeing a pretty consistent, even as the, the last interest rate happened, there was consistent, consistently around 400 properties going pending every week. And last week was the same. Entire MLS, right? In the entire MLS. So yeah, Central Kentucky in, in, MLS. we're talking about ones that went pending and contingent pending. It was in the low 400s. Well, if that's not changing, if that number's staying consistent, like if that number went to two, I mean, now we're talking, now, now, now we've got something to worry about, right? But it's never going to go to that. Yeah. It's never going to go to that. It's just what percentage, what percentage of the business that's going on right now is going to go, is going to work with us. Yeah, can you get in between? Because people, there's always people, there's unfortunately sometimes, but there's always people that have to buy and sell real estate. Always. You always need a place to live. And if you get a, if you get a promotion in your job, that's a good one. That's a good reason to have to uh, find a new place to live. Yeah. Um, if you're, moving because of you know there's good things and then there's bad things that happen too like i mean there's always going to be a more ideal to do something like a more ideal time to plant a tree yeah there's always a more ideal time but it already happened yeah that more ideal time i mean you know the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago or today yeah right like like but waiting to find the best day to plant a tree on isn't gonna it's not good yeah, and I think it it's gets worse like, and worse every day you wait. I think it also like really goes into what you focus on too. Yeah, you know what you focus on because in every situation, like I mean, heck, when everybody was buying homes, I could tell you multiple reasons at that time why why you could argue not to buy a home at that time. And when people aren't buying homes, I can argue and give you reasons that are good yeah. to buy a home at the time. So it's really like what you focus on. Are you focusing on the opportunities or do you focus on the challenges? Because there's tons of opportunities. All the time. And what was it? I saw a statistic the other day. What was it? How many agents were going to be getting out of business? It was a big number. Oh, man, it was a few hundred. It was hundreds of thousands. That aren't going to renew their license. Mm -hmm. Next year or this year. Maybe it was next year. That Said mentally they've already... They've already checked out, but yeah. that happens already. We... Like the past couple of years, we haven't seen that. We talked about that today, the seasonal shift, right? Yeah. Like we haven't seen the seasonal shift the past couple of years through COVID. Yeah. Like it kind of like went away. The wintertime, the houses were selling just as fast. <laughs> it was crazy. And it was crazy. And this year is probably the first year since 2019 that we're actually seeing a dip based on, we always talk about it when we're prospecting, it's like, you know, the first, the first, the first dip is when people are like, well, you know, <laughs> let's wait till, let's wait till after the holidays. You know, what's after the holidays? After New Year's Day, right? Yeah. So we call them back New Year's Day or the day after, like, oh, let's wait till spring. There's those, those two little gaps that, I mean, you know, there are statistics that show there's an advantage to sell at those times too. Yeah. But, but most people, that's the objections that they throw out. Um, and we're seeing those again. But now yeah. it's like the interest rates, you know, like, well, we're going to wait because of the interest rates, right? Yeah. Like there's always yeah. going to be something, but there's always going to be people buying and selling. Yeah. And that's why getting back to the superpower thing. I mean, if that's the one thing we talk about today, yes, that was a, that was a really cool video because I would say the biggest, if you asked me what my biggest challenge, like leading a team has been over the past eight years, it's keeping people on task of the things that work. Because there's always, 
something. There's it's funny always too. something. It's funny too because there's at, like you know you get in the business with entrepreneurs. Everybody yep. that gets in the business, you know, a lot of people have that entrepreneurial mindset, and entrepreneurial mindset oftentimes is doing, is just doing new things. Just doing new things and not staying inside of the box because you get tired. It, like it's the same. Like I heard once from our coach uh, back in the day, he said you need to do the same thing so much, get get so routine at it at certain things. He's not talking about everything in life. Don't take it out of context. But he's talking about specifically. We were talking about lead generation. That in this to give, to give more context to it, we we're talking about lead generation. He said you need to do it so much until it becomes boring. Until it becomes boring, until you are so ma until you've mastered it to the point that you cannot spend, you, you're going to continue to do it all the time. It's, it was really now that I say it out loud, it's like maybe not until it's boring, but I get what he's saying. I get That's what he's saying. Mastery is boring. It's getting to mastery, mastery is boring. Getting to mastery, it's shooting the same free throw a hundred thousand times. The same golf shot. The same golf swing a hundred thousand times. And then, for us, like. You know, now we're beyond the point of us being the person that's in that day-to-day -day, uh, place uh, of lead gen. Like, yes, we do generate leads, yes. but not the same way someone new is going to generate leads, Correct. right? Yeah. And not the way that we're going to be able to teach someone, you know, uh, what they need to do to stay consistent. Like, but that place, that place is like. It's a challenge to stay there. It is, very much so. Even though you know, even though you know is what, you know, like people move away from pain more than they move towards pleasure. So I say to you, I mean, whatever you want on the other side of, of on the other side of this boring, uncomfortable place. But I, the thing that I see is like, it's always, it's, it's, there's very few people that ever actually stay in that place. Yeah. Even the best of the best. Even the best of the like, best. Like, I'll point thumbs. Yeah. Like, I've been in that place, but I've never stayed in that place, right? And then we're trying to influence people to stay in that place to be able to see what's on the other side. Yeah. Right? Man, that's the biggest challenge. That's the biggest yeah. challenge because, okay, so if it's not that, if that's not working, how do you know it's not working if you haven't stayed in the place? Yes. If you haven't done it long enough to give it time to work. If you haven't done it long enough, we'll always find the reason why it doesn't work. But if you haven't, it's now. Easy. You can relate it to going to the gym, you know? You relate it to going to the gym. If you go to the gym for four weeks, you're, you might see a little bit of a difference, right? If you go to the gym for, uh, for four weeks, you might see a little bit of a difference, but not enough. And if you stop, if you stopped at that four week point, it could be at six weeks where you really can start to see the difference in yourself. Like, wow, like I can really start to see my body starting to change. But if you give up a little bit too soon, you haven't given it enough time to actually work. I think Darren Hardy says the best. And the thing that I think about every time I eat something is what he says about hamburgers. If you knew every time you took a bite out of a hamburger, you were going to be a fat ass. Would you take the bite out of a hamburger? That's the, it's the, the consistency. That talking about is the compound effect. The compound effect. Like, it's just staying in that place. Like, if you knew that that little, that little bite was going to make you a fat ass, would you eat it? No. But then, where do you stop? Or like where the, do you start? Where do you keep going? Where do you go? Where, where's that line? It's like doubling. It's like the double. Would you rather have $5 million right now or double a penny for, for 30 days? Right. You know? 
I don't remember exactly what doubling a penny every single day for 30 days adds up to, but it was a heck of a lot of money because it goes off of the compound effect. But if we look at lead generation in the compound effect, we've seen mm -hmm. the payoff from lead generation that's happened 10 years ago. We've yeah. seen, because we've kept track of the people that we've put into the database over the past eight to 10 years. I think that's really important what you just said too. It's lead generation is, when we talk about finding your superpower, lead generation is you finding your superpower. The most important, the end outcome is the end outcome. And it's adding people to your database. Adding people to the database. It's adding people to the database. The lead generation is the method to getting to adding people to the database. Whether you're going to events, whether you're picking up the phone, calling people, whether you're door knocking, sending out mailers, whatever your open house is, it's all about adding people to the database. Those levers, those are all just levers. Mm -hmm. Those are all just levers that that make it so that you can add people to the database and mm -hmm. then nurture those people to the point that they're ready because not everybody's ready. And right now we're seeing that. that right now it's like that times, that's the multiplier, right? Is that all these people that have stepped back and said, I'm gonna wait and check things out. Well, in the past we saw that in the winter time. It mm -hmm. happened every year. Yep. We knew it was gonna happen. There were some people we could get past that. Most people we couldn't, yeah. right? But now, are we gonna trick? Are we gonna have? I call it a trick, but is it gonna be some meme that we got from a real estate group that says, "Oh, well, if you do this, your payment's gonna be this, and you do this, your payments." Nobody looks at that. Yeah, because you're going Nobody, against the you're going against what the you're going against what the what what the public opinion. What is. their feelings are. Think about are. the ninety-five-five principle. Yeah. It's probably now it's probably more ninety-seven-three. Right. Like ninety-seven percent of people are not looking to buy or sell a home right now. They're not going to, no matter what you say to them. Only three percent are. Right. So if you're marketing to that, if you're marketing or talking to that ninety-seven percent. With in 3%. the same, in the same mindset or in the same yeah. language patterns that you are, the people that are in the, in the three percent, you're missing out on the whole. You're missing out on ninety-seven percent of people, right? Because they're not in, the, they're just not in that in the position to do that. So by so man, I love this conversation. This is like right up my alley. This is like what I like to talk about. And sometimes, I don't know. I mean, I'm just gonna be square. Him and I, we don't see eye to eye on this conversation a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of times we disagree, and it's probably like our biggest disagreements. It's a healthy disagreement. It's healthy. It's, it's healthy. healthy. It's, per it's perspective, too. It's perspective. Yeah, it was just interesting with that mastermind we did yesterday. And uh, the majority of the people that came out, oh, we've been doing these masterminds that have been so good. Yeah, I agree they have. And comments we've been getting from, I mean, I, it fills my heart. Because yeah. we, we live in a place where we contribute daily, every single day. Like we're living by this feeling of contribution and what people might see from the outside mm -hmm. is something different. Yeah. They may see um, intensity or um, what's some other words you've used to describe me uh, or my image. Uh, I think that some could be censored, have to be censored for. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't think I really spent a lot of time thinking about everyone else. Like it's, I think about our team and I think about our people and I think about, I never really thought that that was affecting us in a negative way. And I see how it has been in the past, not being open to um, the contribution to the industry. My contribution I felt needed to be so focused on our team and on my family and on my life that I didn't realize, like even though, you know, living by like that, uh, you know, you give to receive, right? Living by that, I could live by that every day, but I, 
I was thinking too small. I was thinking too small. It's got to be to the world. The, the gift has to be to the world and not just to my people. When you talk right? about the whole, when we use this, we say it all the time, when the part gives back to the whole, when the whole is bigger than the part and the part gives back to the whole, then the part gets back tenfold. Yeah. And when you talk about the whole, the whole, the, the whole is the world. Yeah. The whole is the whole. The whole the entire, well, I mean, it's like world, the entire industry. Right. You can spend your time in your, you being the whole, right? Like me and me, 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 my family, my family and me. Because my family is bigger than just me, mm-hmm. right? And then you say, m- like, my partners, my people, those are my world. That's mm-hmm. bigger than just me, right? Mm-hmm. But then by not making it, you know, the industry or our market or our, that's been uh, really cool to see through those masterminds. Yeah. Like, yeah, just get that return. Like, it's like someone, I talked to an agent that was at one, and she said, this is really cool. She said that it seems like you guys, she's probably talking about you, because you're awesome in those masterminds, but she said, you guys seem like you're giving way more than you're getting. Mm. I mean, how many people have said that to her? Mm. Nobody's ever said it to me before. I know how special it made me feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to think that we did something that, that gathered that type of response, Who else gets that? Yeah. That's the part given back. I mean, tenfold, because that was tenfold to me. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah. It's like when you put yourself, putting enough people in the right, it's like getting outside of, get, living, really living in an abundant mindset. Because living in an abundant mindset, like the way that I look at it, man, there's enough opportunities out here for everything, everyone and everything. Just because you're having, there's no, just because you reach a certain level of success doesn't mean that it puts a cap on another person's level of right. success. There's enough success. Success has no limit, right? And abundance has, there's no, not, there's no, you got to live in that abundance mindset all the time. But pour like, out, pour out, pour I out. so much clarity yesterday at the mastermind we did. Like, I got so much clarity from it. It was like this light bulb went off. It was like, the light bulb that went off was that it's more about adding people to our space than it is about closing it because the deals happen. The deals are going to happen. The deals are going to happen. The deals are happening. The deals, the deals have been increasing for us. I mean, the, the, I would say that's been another challenge that we've had is just like looking at ourselves. Like you look at social media, you look at other people. I mean, we always know that comparison is the thief of joy, but what do you, like when you're comparing against market stats, when you're comparing against the market, that's the place where you know growth is happening. The the gap versus the game. It's a great book if you haven't read it, by the way, the gap versus the game, because what he talks about is comparing yourself. A lot of times you compare yourself to an ideal. And I tell, you don't even know. You don't even know. You have the gap and you have the game. When you're comparing yourself to where you actually started and you're here, that's progress. Right. And when you compare yourself against this ideal, you're searching a move, you're seeking a moving target that you're probably never going to hit. Because once you get to this point, once you get to this point, once you get to it's this point, gonna there's else. always going to be another target that you're seeking. So it's like when you compare yourself to the market or other people, I mean, we compare yourself to other people, you don't really know the ins and outs. You could compare yourself to someone, and especially if you're using social media as the as the tool that you're comparing them against, because nobody ever puts their bad stuff on social media. It's all glitz and glamour and sunshines and vacations on social media. Yeah. And another example would be like with real estate, it's like comparing people's sales. 
Because when you don't look at people's expenses, I mean, in any business, it's that way, right? Yeah. Like, you can always say, like, someone could sell $20 billion worth of something, but if they paid $19.5 billion or whatever it was, like, it's like, you got to know the whole picture and you got to know what you're, what you're pacing on. Oh, my goodness. Somebody could have it all on social media and behind the scenes. Like, we've seen it before. You know, you see it every day on uh, with people that have reached a certain level of success, and unfortunately, they either take their own life or they have a big scandal that happens because you're like, oh, this person has it all together. They have everything. And then next thing you know, poof, their whole world blows up. And so this is the person that you've been comparing yourself to. So that being said, I think like what we originally started talking about was superpowers, superpowers and how important they are right now where we're at. And just staying in the box. Staying in the box. Staying in the box. One what, foot in front of the other every single day. One what, foot in front of the other. What are you comparing other. yourself to? Are you comparing yourself to the percentage, like in real estate? Are you comparing your the amount of listings you're putting on the market in comparison the percentage of listings that are hitting the market? Compare like also comparing yourself to who you to who you were. Like, did I get better? Am I getting better every single day? Because it's not all, you know, the results right now, everybody, you know, I can't say everyone. A lot of people, their results may seem like they're down, but in fact, they're gaining market share. Right. They're gaining market share. They're getting better. They're, they're, they're improving their fitness. They're improving their mental health. They're improving their person. They're getting better every single day. So yeah. comparing yourself to you. That one Michael Jordan quote that it's a phenomenal quote. I think he got it from Dr. J where it's like comparing yourself to who you were yesterday. It's a quote, you gotta look it up. It's a Michael Jordan quote. My, it's famous for Michael Jordan, but he got it from somewhere else too. I know the other part of it, the other part about um, staying in the box or the superpower, and it was like something we already know, but it's like, I think I said it this morning, like it, it like hit me. Cause my uncle Bob, he like would always say, you know, I've always been chasing. Bob and Bob. Yeah, Bob Denham, Bob Denham, anyway, what do you would always say? Cause I've always been chasing, man. I've always been chasing. I've been, I've been going after it since I was a kid. Like mm -hmm. after it, like, you know, I would say that's created a lot of failure in my life. Cause there's a lot of things I never caught, right? Like I went after it and I just never caught up. But like, I think that that's a really big one for agents right now, and agents that are struggling is why you need to find your superpower and why you need to figure out what your focus is. It's like what he said. He said, if you, he said, if you chase too many rabbits, you'll never catch one. You'll never catch one. You'll never catch that. one. You'll never catch one. And the other piece of the, let me finish the one other piece is that like when you hear somebody say, say that their struggle is confidence. Well, I feel like a lot of that comes from chasing too many things. Like how I judge success or whatever. it's whether or not I achieve my goal. If my goal is to generate, uh, to do more sales, well, that's not really something that you can, me you can measure by the amount of sales, but how do you get those sales? Like, mm -hmm. and what are you, it's staying focused on, what are you great at? I think about, it makes me think about an agent that we work with and he's a true professional. He's one of the best that I've ever worked with and he's, the, he's not just at real estate, he goes, he's a true professional in the way that he communicates and just in sales in general, but the way that he carries himself and the way that he communicates. And over the past two years, I mean, man, we could, not literally, but we could count on two hands how many 
maybe two hands and two feet how many houses have actually expired, right? And this entire time, 2019, he sold 39 expired listings by himself. In this, the past two, 39, exposed 39 by himself. Hold on, just a second, just a second. 39 expired listings by himself two, three years ago. And over the past two years, he stayed inside of his box. He stayed inside of it. That's his area of expertise, and he didn't switch up. He's been calling for. He's been calling expires consistently for the past three years. Even since, even when there weren't any to call, he was still calling the few that were out there. And now that there are more expires that are starting to hit the market, he's on a launching pad like six no months, other. Six months from now, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. That's staying inside the box. Deal. They're going to be a big deal in six months. That's staying inside the box. It Finding is. your area of expertise. What's your, what's your main area of focus and staying inside the box on it, mastering it. I think from him staying in the box, that, and that like adds to the point is that like from that he's gained the skill, the skills to like, like all these other parts of the business become easier for him because he's so skilled at he, he got so skilled at what it takes to help someone that's been failed by another agent yeah he got so skilled at that that like if a lead comes from somewhere else or if it's a referral or if it's anything else like he got so skilled at helping the people that have been failed that it made him better at everything else it overflows into your it confidence. overflows into everything else because he got so good at the one thing yeah that's really good yeah. That's really good. I love that point. Yeah. So. Find your superpower. Yeah. What's your superpower? What's your one area that you're going to focus on? If you don't get anything else, and if you, made it, if you made it to this part of the video and you don't get anything else, identify what your superpower is in this business. Identify your superpower. Master it. If you need help identifying it, I mean, this is something that we work on daily. Yeah. And we've got, we've, we've started breaking down each one of these levers based on the people that we've worked with that have been successful at each lever. So we've been working on breaking those down and we have them housed in an online learning university that we'd love to share with you yeah. for free. So if, if you need help figuring out which one you want to go after, or you're looking for training on any of those things, I mean, like. Or if you just want to talk or attend a mastermind. Yeah, the masterminds have been really, really good. What we do with those masterminds is we put a bunch of smart people, smart agents in the room. We believe that proximity is power and we facilitate a powerful conversation about whatever the topic is at hand that day. Yeah, they've been really good. They've been really good. I've learned so much. Going back to the, what she said to me about us give, giving more than we're getting. I have to disagree because like the time I've spent preparing for them, I've improved what I do. Just yeah. preparing, just being prepared to to be there. And then and then also like yesterday when that light bulb just ding, it was just like ding, 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 ding. You know, everybody wants to be yeah. confident and everybody wants to be successful. It's a pattern. Like and everybody wants. Yeah, everybody wants. Everybody wants the same thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants that. Everybody wants that confidence. Everybody wants to be successful. They wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, they have their patterns. We all have similar struggles. Like may, the struggle may look the same. I mean, the struggle may look different. But it's and the at the end of the day, it's the same pattern. It's, it's the same, same pattern. Same. Same. But, same. But it's really funny when we do those masterminds too. You know, especially at first when you put when it's someone's first time coming to them, especially a top producer. Where we we're in an industry where like you know 
top producers don't really share their, you'll share a little bit, but you don't share all of your tips and tricks and you yeah. know your ins and outs. And it's really for when we just start giving it away, yeah. how they open up and start giving away some of theirs too. Because at the end of the day, what's really crazy is that you can give, give and give. But at the same time, we all do it. Too. I'm very, very guilty of this one. I'll absorb something. That doesn't mean that you're always going to apply it. Right. So you can give something away to someone. You can give it away. How much stuff do you just give knowledge away or you give a tool away to someone? Not going to always use it. No. You know? I also have the ego piece of that too is that I feel like if I do give it away and they do use it, it's going to take them a long time to catch up. Yeah. It's going to take them a long time because there's things we've stayed focused on. So that's part of the reason why I'm so open. Yeah. It's because I just feel like some of the stuff, the stuff that's worked for us, we're like operating in a different playing field. It's worked you know, for so and long. I mean, that, and, and do, do I think that it's possible for people to catch? Yes, I do. Yeah. do I, is there going to be someone that does? Yes. And I look forward to the day. Yeah. I look forward to the day that someone puts a little pressure in some of the areas that we really excel. Yeah. Because the areas where we really excel, it's like where everybody pulls back and says, I, I don't do that. It's abundance thinking too, man. Because yeah. it's really like, man, if someone took off and really like just took off with something that they got from one of those masterminds, oh. it's like, man, we did not only did their oh. life get changed, oh. but it's going to change the life of all of their their family, their friends, their clients, everyone that they and come ours. in contact with. And ours. Everyone that they come in contact with moving yeah. forward, it's going to be a life changer because you can just, you'll see them walk around and with a diff they'll have a different body language about themselves. Yeah. They just change. I was, uh, the one that really makes me think is the Google, my business page. Yeah. You know, there's, like, there's a couple of things. Like, we've had conversations with Blair, Madison, you know, these things that we, that we really excel at. And it's like, that's the one thing we're not going to share. Mm. But then when you're called upon, when it becomes that moment, when it's time to share, it's like hard not to, right? Like, it's like, it's like, this is what we're seeing success from. But, but that, that part of it is like, that's where I see the biggest gains is because what I share is something that I learn more about. I learn more about it when I share it. What are you like, talking about with the Google reviews? Well, I mean, that we have more than anybody in the state. That's number one. But, I mean, that part of it is like, I'll, I'll share it with anyone. They're going to have to call me, though. How do they do that? Call, call me. How do they get your number? <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> As always, be sure to subscribe to our channel. And we're going to leave a link down in the description it's, got, it's the login for our online university, and when you use the code word GROWTH, it, it's going to log you in. We've got, we've got all the lead gen levers separated out, so if you don't know what you want to focus on yet, this might help give you some direction and help you figure out what your superpower is. And if you want to have a conversation to help identify exactly what it is that you're going to focus on, what you're really good at, reach out to us directly. You can shoot us a message in our inbox or you can email us at growth at getabovetheline.com. Thank you for watching. <laughs>